the Damnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm one of your hosts, DM Celeste, a.k.a. Seat Witch. And I'm your other host, DM Neil, a.k.a. Jote Maniac. And today, we're looking at another article. Ooh. This one's funny because we got I got bamboozled into this one in one of the funnier ways. Um, so often I'll save articles that I find mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back to them eventually. Yep, yep. I have a Google alert set up. So there's like the folder is huge. So the way it was listed was 10, which is very funny, 10 mm. monsters that are perfect bosses for a low level party. Ah. So when I clicked on it. The first number I see is not 10. It is 27. 27. <laughs> so, dear listener, no. No. It is not a top 10 article. <laughs> Which is very funny because, like like I said, it's um, this is, again, it always harkens back to this is the whole point of this conversation. Um, articles are written in a way that often, um, as like I, I think I've mentioned before, I've started to do a lot more SEO work. It's wild. It's weird. I don't get I, at the end in my heart of hearts. I don't like it and I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But these are the things you got to do to make old Google the Google man happy. Uh, so yeah, there are twenty seven <laughs> options. Yeah. So does one of the twenty seven jump out to you? Oh my gosh, there's so many on here, and they're cool. Um, okay, so we're talking villains for low level parties here. So I, I'm. I'm seeing some good ones. I'm seeing some good ones on here. Um, I think number three, Green Hag, obviously speaks to me. I think nice. hags are incredible villains because uh, usually they're super smart, have a lot of things to manipulate all kinds of people, including lower level parties, right? Like they have illusion magic and can transform themselves. And if they're in a coven, then like things get even worse so i think hags in general and the green hag is probably the lowest i think cr hag available oh we should also say this is just through watsi books it looks like based on this this list so all wizards of the coast official supplements um but yeah yeah and as this article writer says uh, Green Hag can make great bosses against sizable parties. Yep. Um, much more deadly when in covens. Yup. And yeah, shark- shockingly large HP, vicious mockery, like, ability to turn invisible. I dig it. I dig it. Hag's great villain. Yeah. Shout out to the both authors, because I think it, it was updated. Uh, obviously, it was updated. It said Maybe 10, somebody so wrote that, 10, and then somebody yeah. else came and was like, you know what this means? <laughs> 17 more. <laughs> Which I will, I will say, okay, dear listener, I'm doing work. I'm doing work on your behalf. Then I don't think you actually have asked me to do, but I've done it nonetheless. So one of the other key things about SEO is really going back and updating articles and having mm. them repopulate and basically recycling them back into the system. So like, there is a huge benefit for companies like this. So this is from the gamer. Your two people are Paul De Silva, who we've definitely ha- talked about before, and Gabrielle Huston. There's a lot of positives for their website by them updating mm. articles. Yeah. Even to the point where this may be a third or fourth update as they find more and add them. So that is also to say like twofold. If there's an article that really speaks to you about um, something like this, it may be something to bookmark and go back to to see if they've updated it. Not only you know to save those ideas for you to use later, but there's the potential that they've added new ideas again to basically reprocess that through SEO. It gets more hits, it gets more traction, it gets more known, and now welcome. 
Here we I are. just want you to know We're what's ha- I just want you to know what's happening, <laughs> dear listener. So I will pick out yeah. for mine my favorite my favorite monster all time uh, is the Displacer Beast. Ah, cool. I literally have right here next to me a first edition <laughs> version of the Voyage of the Space Beagle, which is the book that the monster was originally based off. Whoa. Of. Um, and if they did that version, it would not be for low level. No. It would be like <laughs> level 20. It's, it's wild. But there's there's always – I think they're always used as like a really heavy stat stick of like, oh, it's a cool creature. It has a cool ability. Uh, you fought it. It died. Great. Here's your experience. Um, but oftentimes, they are much smarter. You already have this like huge back and forth animosity between them and blink dogs and blink dogs are like really intelligent Mm -hmm. and these are also really intelligent and the other thing the road you can also go down to harken back to like that original story is that they kind of like it's like an innate desire to hunt and kill yeah yeah and so this the, the the original version it's literally stealing the id from people and it is the only thing left on its planet until a spaceship arrives oh. and then it, it's basically then like it a like, xenomorph <laughs> yeah Amazing. It, but then it it's rest, it's wrestling with the idea of like i sure do want to kill these people mm. but if i can figure out a way to figure out where they came from then i can kill those then people I can kill more people <laughs> yeah but man it's been a long time since i've been doing the killing so i did a I murder really should yeah. be yeah, so it's rest, wrestling with that. But yeah, very xenomorph um, style vibe and like their ability to hunt the displacement. Like they could hunt and track the party for a really long time yeah. um, prior. So like if you wanted that tension, um, I think they work really well as a low level boss. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, I found one. Okay. So one that they have on here is the Zorn, which is a cool thing to see. So Zorn, for those who don't know, are an Earth elemental. They're very weird. They look like three fingers stacked on top of other three fingers with a big old mouth in the middle and a big old eye. And the thing is, they just, like, eat treasure. They need to eat treasure to survive, like precious metals and gems. So I actually really like seeing the Zorn on here, because usually people uh, cast them as, like, these very cute, weird, sort of harmless monsters. But yeah, it I, makes me think of... Uh... The was it? What's the? There's the character from All Real Monsters who holds his own eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, holds yeah. his own eyeballs. It makes me if like he had a split now. Like it just looks like yeah. yeah. They're kind of goofy looking and like just uh-huh. super weird. But I love the idea of actually mixing that up and making a Zorn like a boss monster because you can totally see it like you know coercing lesser like elementals or things like kobolds or you know goblins maybe like. It, it makes these little minions kind of demand it bring them treasure, right, to feast on. Uh, so I think this would actually be a really cool, like, putting a Zorn as, you know, your dungeon boss or the leader of, like, bandit gangs or something. Like, that could be a really cool reveal uh, for the party. And as they point out in the article, it does have a CR rating of 5. Um, and it obviously wants gemstones and precious metals, probably a bunch of stuff the players are carrying on them. So it makes a pretty good antagonist uh, and a challenging fight, like, as a villain. Because that's the other thing with mo- most of these is, like, what's the layers? Yeah. yeah. Um, are you either? So, like, with the Displacer Beast, you're having multiple interactions prior to fighting it. It probably attacks and runs away a lot, right? Like, Yeah, with this, you could have lower level minions that it's sending until eventually either... The party is confronting it to say, hey, 
not cool. Or it's finally confronting the party to say, oh, you know, if I can't, you know, if they can't do it, I've got to do it myself yeah, no. uh, sort of thing. But yeah, thinking about the layers of how you're getting to this boss. This one, the next one I found is very easy. I actually don't know how to say this. I could have gone to D&D Beyond and had it tell me, but I didn't. Um, so the Strigoi, uh, which is basically like a human Sturge combo, and it's terrifying. Yep. And you could easily just have Sturges and then have this with Sturges around it. Um, if you needed something for like a single session, you could literally go into, uh, if you think like a three to five room dungeon, you can easily have this be the thing that's in there. Yeah. Um, that's controlling that area. And you just, you could, as simple as a posting on the adventure board or your classic NPC who says, oh, there'd be Sturges killing my cattle. You look like a, a strapping young set of adventurers. Would you like to help me with this quest? Yeah. And you're like, sure. And the immediately follow-up question is what? What will you pay us? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but this works really well. The layers that can go out from this are easy because what caused it? Was it uh, magic? Was it um, something more nefarious? Uh, are you willing to give this issue if you will to another player because they've been attacked and so now it's um either like you know mimics lycanthropy or uh vampirism i guess it's kind of both because that's exactly what this is doing it kind of looks like the werewolf problem but also sucks your blood out uh speaking of that's also why this is a terrifying low level adventure yep. uh because it can do a bunch of necrotic damage yep, yep, yep. and when it does it it steals it from you yeah. uh and regains those hit points yeah. So yeah, you want to get your low-level party terrified. Uh, this is another great Get one. them ready to kill it with fire. This is a good, <laughs> this is a yeah. good option. No, we don't go into there. We set the whole thing we on fire. A whole thing. Just throw in a match and a keg of oil. Nope. What about the loot? No, nope. Nope. Not important. Not worth it. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. one more? Yeah, I. So this is another weird one. So I think I'm drawn to the weird ones on here because that satyr is on this list, and the article even says this may seem like a strange entry because satyrs are only half a cr on their own. But the deal yeah. is they do have a bunch of really powerful enchantment magic and options essentially that allow them to charm creatures, frighten them, put creatures to sleep. So I actually really dig the idea of a satyr, like, villain kind of behind the throne, right, that is, like, using other charmed creatures to attack the party. So this is more like, yeah. you know, a villainous boss as opposed to a challenge, like, directly on, right? You have to get through its minions and, you know, all all the tomfoolery it's causing. Like, maybe it's, you know, stirring up the entire village, right, to attack a party or, like, convince them that the party is the enemy instead. So I think satyrs, this is... Yeah, again, because they're usually cast as sort of these these friendly allies or like, you know, kind of goofy drunks or just like party people, right, that don't, aren't really a threat. But I can really see a satyr being a, a really cool villain when you look at it, you know, pull the camera back a little bit. I was thinking the same about Brain in a Jar. Yeah. Where, like, obviously, it lacks mobility. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I take that back. I don't know what its jar is currently equipped with. Yeah, it may be maybe it can fast. levitate. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but like the same thing of it orchestrating the th things through charm person, hold person, spells, 
hiding itself away or having uh, contingencies yeah. where if the party does get close enough, it drops to the floor and they can't get to it before it can get away because it has a minion uh, in the floor beneath uh, ready to run anytime it drops down. Yeah. So, there's, yeah, there's a lot you can do with orchestrating the bat, the big bad um, without them being, air quote, super powerful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is one I have never used, and so I think we'll end uh, end with this one because the number number eighteen, the flail snail. Oh, I was looking at that one too, going, "Is it really though? <laughs> how could?" Yeah. So my thought, it, so my thought is like, uh, how do you layer that? Yeah. Because again, that that's kind of the big thing about it's being a boss. It's not an encounter, right? So, and for those who don't know, again, really go, just go and look up what a flail snail is because it's, yeah. it's, it's hideous. It's got the little eye stalks that are flails that it whips people with. It's got like a reflective shell that bounces back spells. So they're really extremely hard to kill and fight for sure. Like that's not the question, but like up to five attacks. <laughs> yeah. So with each of its little eyeball stalks that are actually flails. So, I mean, horrible, horrible fight. But, yeah, as a villain? Yeah. Okay. What is it? Hit me with it. Okay. We're going to fern gully Hit me five times with this. it. <laughs> okay. So, sprites, pixies, um, or other creatures that are tiny or diminutive mm. have been harassed yeah. by the the flail snail. Ah. Um, you, either, you either have it that – I would have it that your, your party – so if you're doing low level, yeah. they've been contacted. They need to come in and address the issue. If you wanted to do it at higher level, the only way that they're allowed to enter the area is to also become diminutive. Yeah. And now you've basically turned the flail snail into the Tarasque. Cool. Um, and the whole thing about it is they're willing, they're no doubt willing to, because with this last sentence, the shell of the flail snail can potentially be used to craft spell guard shields or a robe of scintillating colors, giving a party incentive to seek the monster out. I mean, that could be the other thing is that it could be uh, that they've been tasked with getting magical materials. Oh, yeah. OK, so I went I went and read the, the description and be like, what what is it that makes flail snails an issue? So apparently they they eat everything, all rock, sand, soil, crystals, like ore mines, Whoa. whatever it is. So they they like devastate. So like one of these gets in a mine, too. That would be like terrible so maybe it's also you know i mean i think we could piss off earth elementals we could piss off dwarves we could piss off fey like you said like these things could definitely be a problem to a lot of people yeah you gotta fly solo at low levels like you are not having two of these because they can do do not forget five attacks is wild i okay here's our adventure neil there is a mine there is a flail snail and there is a Zorn, and they are fighting <laughs> over territory, and you have to decide Whoa. which one you want to side with, because they're trying to take each other down, because they need to eat all the same stuff. There you go. Okay, well, I mean, we gotta know. We which, gotta know. Which side are you going down on? Um, I mean, I, I personally have a deep fear of snails. <laughs> I do not like them. They freak me out. So I would be Team Zorn all the okay. way. Okay. <laughs> I'm Team Zorn because we could just banish it. Because isn't it from a different plane? The Zorn, yes. Yeah, the Zorn yeah, is from so a different I'm, plane. Yeah. yeah, I'm all in. I'm not saying we'd banish it right away. I'm just saying we have that kryptonite in the box. Yes, yeah, we're ready. Um, just it come, in case comes down to it, banished. <laughs> banished. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, Team Zorn. Got it. Team Zorn. Yep. This podcast oh, is well, Team Zorn. Yeah. Also, then we can make cool stuff after mm-hmm, the snail is mm-hmm. dead. So, yeah, they're really weird. I like them. 
because of their weirdness, but that's kind of where it go- stops. Both two me. super weird monsters. Glad to see them both on this list. <laughs> but if you enjoyed this and you want to tell us about a, a low-level monster that you've been adding as a boss, you can always leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts, your podcatcher of choice, wherever you want to. Um, your local bulletin board, um, your family gathering. Yeah, just yell it at a holiday dinner. Um, yeah, and of course, if you always want to reach out, tell us if you're Team Zorn or Team Flail Snail, uh, you can email us at dmnastics at gmail.com and make sure to follow us on Twitter slash X at DM, DM's block, underscore block. Okay, one more time at DMs underscore block. Uh, follow Neil at Joke Maniac or me at C Conowich. And for everything else on the network, check out blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. I have now entitled this episode Team Zorn versus Team Flails. <laughs> yes. Because uh, I realized I didn't name it until right. It's now. the perfect name. Sometimes it takes That's time. A, <laughs> it's a very confusing title yes. until the very end. Until the very the end. <laughs> that whole section. A huge thank you, as always, to the Bards over on Bombarded for our intro and outro music. For everything else they're doing, head over to BombardedCast.com. But rather than let these mental gains go to waste, let's head to Taking Your Supplements. Taking Your Supplements! You've got an exciting thing to tell today. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they've been on a couple times, um, Adventure a Week, uh, where I will shock you. Uh, they create an adventure a week. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. I know. Um, and so after we had them on, I offered my services to write an adventure and I done did wrote one. Um, and luckily and thankfully they have access to a lot of the Kobold Press monsters. Uh, so I created something called the Standing Stones of Selene. And basically, there is a swamp naga as the big boss, which is really a solid boss to use for lower level parties. And yeah, there's there's adventure, there's learning, there's battle. I mean, I guess I could, what is a question you would have for me? I don't know what to say without being like, oh, here's the whole thing. Yeah, what 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 is the product? How can I get it? Ah, perfect. So if you go over to aawgames.com, um, it'll be, it should either be up there now, dear listener, dear listener, or in a couple days. I know when it's roughly slated for, and it should be right at the release of this. And it's usually, they're only a couple, they're only a couple bucks. Yeah, so it's a PDF? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a PDF with, uh, all of them are basically, there's a map. There's a game master version, um, a player version. There's custom art. There's a piece of custom art for each of them, uh, and then it's broken down into the individual sections. Um, that's kind of how it worked as a person doing it too. So it's really, really straightforward process. A really nice group of people um, who blood who bled red all over my paper. Um, that's good. We love Celeste the editors. Knows, I'm a <laughs> Thank big you. fan. Uh, yeah, I could not. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. I can't do that. That's How long I, is the adventure? Is it meant like one shot or? Yep, yep. One so shot. it's one shot cool. kind of thing uh, where basically you show up. There's problems at the stones. Uh, people have gone missing, and you need <gasps> to find out why. Ooh, heck yeah! I can't wait to download it. Well, perfect. We will if I can. Um, I will have a link to. I will have a link directly to it. If not, I will have a link to the area that you should be able to find it as soon as it's released. 
But with that, we'll turn off the lights and head out of the gym. Before we go, I want to implore you, the listener, to join the forums, the Discord, Twitter, and anywhere else you can find us and take part in these challenges, exercises, and other amazing conversations being had. And to do that, head over to bit.ly slash dmbanter and try some gymnastics. So your players don't ask, do you even lift?